This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. It's Chris-a-mania, brother. That's a great question. Look at you, man, oh, with the powerful you. questions. <laughs> Woo! This is the Chris Van Vliet Show. Chris Van Vliet Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Vliet! Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Chris Van Vliet Show. And every time Justin Roberts says it in the intro there, I get very excited. Thank you for downloading this and get ready to expand your mind, my friends, with this conversation with Jimmy Jacobs. And thank you for the five-star reviews that you've been leaving on Apple Podcasts. I mean, you honestly don't understand how important those are, especially for a new podcast like this one, kind of getting it off the ground. And I've been saying that I want more reviews, um, but I realize that's a very vague goal. And as we know, vague goals get vague results. So specific goals get specific results. So the specific goal now is to get a thousand reviews by this time next year. I mean, at last check, we had, I think, 189 reviews. So I, I feel like this is possible, 1,000 by this time next year. And if you want a shout-out on the show, it's as simple as just leaving a five-star review. It's my way of saying thank you to you for being part of the show. It's, uh, you know, I'm just going to keep reading one on every single episode because you honestly are the most important part of the show. Otherwise, it'd just be me sitting here talking into a microphone by myself in my spare bedroom that I call my quote-unquote office. Ty M. Bergdad, what a name, Ty M. Bergdad writes, Great pod. This is an incredible podcast for any wrestling fan out there. The YouTube show was one thing, but making the interviews available on audio has taken them to a whole new level. The fact that Chris is a lifelong wrestling fan reads so well in his interviews with these superstars. Questions are great and tailored specifically toward each interview, which is refreshing. In addition, his easygoing style allows the stars to shine as their true selves. It's always nice to hear from these men and women as human beings instead of just their characters, as great as many of those characters are. Keep up the great work, Chris, and congrats on signing with AEW. Looking forward to the upcoming shows. I'm looking forward to the upcoming shows, too especially October 2nd, AEW on TNT. Yeah. So keep these reviews coming in, and we'll keep reading them on the show. The Chris Van Vliet Show is brought to you by ShipStation.com, and you can use ShipStation for free for 60 days when you use the promo code BLUE. The CVV Show also brought to you, as always, by Green Roads. They have the best CBD products, hands down. And I get it. You've seen a lot of CBD products out there, but just know that not all CBD products are created equal. I was super skeptical about CBD when this whole craze started, but firsthand experience really changed that for me. It helps a ton with pain and recovery after the gym. Also really helps with calming your mind. I use the CBD oil, just a few drops under your tongue, but the relaxed gummies, 
And the muscle and joint cream is really good too. Uh, Green Roads is the real deal. They're a pharmacist-founded company dedicated to making the lives of people who take it better. You can use my code CHRIS15 to get, yeah, that's right, 15% off your order at greenroadsworld.com. That's CHRIS15 for 15% off at greenroadsworld.com. CVV Show is brought to you by the Pro Podcasting Pack from Samson Technologies, which is broadcast quality sound at prices you can actually afford. SamsonTech.com is where you can see their entire lineup. So this interview with Jimmy Jacobs wasn't actually supposed to happen. Uh, it wasn't planned out at all, but I'm really glad it did. I've known Jimmy for years. I was actually the ring announcer for his match at Prime Wrestling in Cleveland, Ohio in 2012. He was wrestling a guy by the name of um, Johnny Gargano. Uh, maybe you've heard of him. Um, but yeah, I was at the Impact Wrestling Show in Hollywood, California last weekend. I ran into him there. We got to talking. I said, you know, I'd love to have you on the show sometime. And then we kept talking a little bit more. And he's such an interesting, intriguing, engaging guy. And I said, you know what? Let's just do this right now. Like, let's just do this. I grabbed my mics and two minutes later, we were doing this. Uh, we talk about his infamous photo with the Young Bucks that got him fired from WWE talks about his time there and working for Vince, who he calls quote, the crazy man. Uh, we also get into some pretty deep existential ideas. So get ready. It's my chat with Jimmy Jacobs. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm glad that we, we very randomly made this work. So thank you for making this happen. I mean, is it random? Are the, uh, the situations of the, of the universe, are they random? Oh, wow. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. We're getting know. right into well, it. Well, look, you were in this place and I was in this place. Yeah. So in, in that sense, it wasn't random. We were just both here. So here we are. But we didn't plan. This is what I'm saying. No, I didn't reach but, out to you and say, Jimmy, let's do this interview. But planning. Like, are you a planner? With interviews? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Because I would like okay. to like, you know, do my research and know like these are the things we should talk about or should should the strong word isn't it not talk about you can talk about whatever we want well we I, can do whatever we want that's the that's the brilliance in life once you realize that there are no restrictions there are no uh forces there are no um authorities greater than yourself and once you realize you can do that it's like yeah man let's do it let's you do it right always now like this no what changed what changed i went to rehab two plus years ago and it gave me the distance to um and space to look at my life, to look at you know my wrestling career, my drug use, and just what I was doing. It's like, we don't get that opportunity a lot. Like, I think everybody should get to go to rehab, like whether you're a drug addict or not. I think you, you should be allowed you know, a polling case of emergency, 30 days uh, where nobody's allowed to talk to you, where you don't have a cell phone, where all you have to do is work on yourself. And, can, wow. you know, and it, was, it, was so, it was so great. And so it, it led me on this journey of like, all right, man, like the way I was living in, in so many ways, clearly, like clearly here I am, I'm in rehab. Like clearly what I've been doing is not the way to live. So what is the way to live? Well, so, what was the moment for you that you went, okay, I, I need to go to rehab? Uh, I, I, was, I was going through a breakup because you know she broke up with me because you know the, the drug addiction all this stuff and i was trying to get clean by myself and i just i was on the floor of my friend's apartment just on my knees just crying and he goes he goes what are you thinking and what i was thinking was i'm gonna go get a fifth vodka i'm gonna go to the strip club and i'll find some heroin and he goes what are you thinking and i go i think i need to go to rehab and i wasn't thinking that it was just like it like flowed into my into my consciousness into my brain and i 
that just began the the steps of like, hey, yeah, I can't I can't do this anymore. I can't keep living like I'm living. Like I give up. It was like a white flag. Like I wow. give up. Like let's do it a different way. Wow, that was your rock bottom, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it was the moment where I said, okay, I I, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it the way I'm doing it. Yeah. The way I've been, you know, this this thing we all want to, you know, live our lives how you know our, our our own way, play by my rules, and and all that sort of thing. It's like it, it, that wasn't working for me, you know. So I had to. Had to try to play by somebody else's rules for a while. Rehab's not cheap, though. Uh, no, no, it wasn't. Um, man, there's a whole story. So, so I, I, I just Googled, uh, you know, rehabs that, that took my insurance, right? Okay. And uh, I called this guy, and uh, he said, well, this, is, this would be out of... Um, out of pocket. No, uh, oh, okay. out, out of... Oh, out of network. Out of network. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, you don't have that coverage. Then I'm like, well, how much is it? He's like, well, it's $25,000. Like, I don't have $25,000, right? And uh, so I just like hung up on him, right? After I gave him all my information and everything about me. And I was just like, man, I, I, I can't do it. And so then um, he calls me back. He's like, I think I figured something out. Do you want to do it? And I go, yeah. Yeah, if we can do it, let's do it. And then all of a sudden my dad calls me. And I go, what the... So my dad calls me and goes, you know, what's going on? We got this call from this guy. I gave him my dad's uh, contact information, his call, in ca- you know, in case of emergency, sure. my emergency contact. So this guy calls my dad ah. and, and lays upon him the, the situation. I'm like, dad, we don't need to do this. We don't do, he's like, look, son, we're talking about a few thousand dollars uh, versus your life. Like we're, we're, you know, this, it's, it's fine. And if I was him, I'd have been the same way. It's like, it's just money. Cause it is just money. Who cares about the money? Yes, it's money. You can do great things, but also who cares? Yeah. And uh, so my dad did that for me and it was brilliant and it's awesome. It's great to you know, have parents that would do that. You know, uh, hu- humiliating to be 33 years old and having your dad, you know, bail you out one more time. But uh, fuck it, I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful it happened. But I'm sure your dad's going at least this, you know, it's at least I'm able to bail my son out. Yeah, man. It's just so grateful that I, I had that, that there were that. You know, not everybody has that safety net. Not everybody has a, a father that would do that or, yeah. or the ability to do that. So, uh, so grateful. And it, it brought me to where I am today, which is a great place. So when you're in rehab, is it, you know, is there certain books in there that you're reading that really opened your mind up to this? Well, it, it, was, it was really just getting to the point where I, where I just had to throw out everything I thought I knew. That's why, you know, I have this podcast called Jimmy Jacobs Doesn't Know. Because yeah. it was just, I had to go, look, maybe I don't know anything. All the ways I've been living, maybe I just, I don't know at all. Because, like, th- these, these things that I thought were, like, these great pillars of my life. Like, this thing, like, follow your dream. And I go... What does that mean? Follow your dream. Here I am working for WB, unhappy, surrounded by guys that are millionaires that are unhappy there. And I go, wait a minute. I spent all my life, you know, climbing to the top of this mountain. Now I'm looking up there and I go, there's nothing up here, man. Mm. There's nothing at the top of this mountain. And you realize like, hey, the thing that's on the other side of your dream waiting for you, it's just you. That's it, man. That's what's waiting for you. And so if you think you're going to find this external thing to, to, to fix this internal problem, as they say, like, you're not going to do it, man. Uh, so I just had to, like, things like that, I just had to, like, wow, this, this thing I've based my life off of. It's like, it's nothing. And so, yeah. what, so what is it? And so, the, you know, I, I, I read this book called The, the Tao of Pooh, uh, which is a Taoism told through, like, uh, stories about Winnie the Pooh. Uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a book that's big in recovery uh, circles called The, the, the Four Agreements, yeah, which was I've really good. That, yeah. yeah, you've read that? Yeah, great. Yeah. So, so these sort of things, and it just started to bring me on this journey you know, and uh, to, to Darren Brown and, and to, to, to Russell Brand and to Neil Strauss and all these guys that have, you know, started to to lay this path for me. 
Yeah, you've you've named some great authors, and they're like Neil Strauss. Yeah. Are you looking to maybe write a book? No, no. As as a not yet. No. Okay. No, I don't even know what the story is. You know what I mean? I don't even know what the story of my life is. So you still you so you're kind of still trying to figure things out, is what you're saying? I, I feel like I, in a way I'm, you found yourself. Well, though. I'm I'm circling right towards something that I would call the truth, which is weird to say, because I think it's very bold for somebody to say, like, this is true. It's like, yeah, how do you know that's true? Mm. I mean, really, how do you know anything is true? What, your perception? You're going you're gonna to trust that? Like, you're here, and, and, and I'm here, and this, this, these bricks are here? Like, yeah, how do you know that? Because your eyes are telling you? Because your hand is telling you? Like, 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 I'm not so sure about that. So it's like anything, anybody says, no, this is true. It's like, hmm, I look at very suspiciously, but I think I've, I've circled around something that's true and I think it's amazing but I think we can look around us and say you are sitting here in front of me there are bricks here well your, your perception is telling you that right and like mm. so what you're gonna trust your perception no this there's there's stuff that goes through your brain and your brain spits it out a certain way right so you're not seeing what what's there you're seeing what's there as filtered through your brain right mm. so you know so who's to say that uh, what we're seeing now is what it is or if you come out here and you, let's say you're drunk and, and, and it's blurry like is that is that what what's real like you don't know that, that con like that consciousness is, what, is what's true what's true consciousness you know I'm, I'm uh, uh, you know psychedelics or something that have really you know changed my life and you go wait a minute you know on these psychedelics is is this the consciousness that's reality or is it is it is this the consciousness that's reality and you go wait what what is reality you know it's just it's, it's what we see filtered through our brains. Which we don't, psychedelics specifically have helped you out? Absolutely, man. And I don't, Which ones? I don't like to say it flippantly. Well, the first thing was, you know, like L LSD, you know, man. It's the first time I, I took that, you know, it was a handful of years ago now, probably 2015, was the first time I saw, like, wait a minute, things aren't what they seem. Wait a minute, things, you know, in society don't have to be this way. The way we're living, it's arbitrary. There are no rules to this. And because we, mm. we start to think that uh, we have to be a certain way, that things have to be a certain way. Oh, I have to have this job. I have to go to work. I have to. It's like, no, you don't have to anything, man. There's one thing you have to do, and that's die. Everything else, it's up to you, you know? And so that was the first time I saw, okay, the world isn't what, it, what we think it is. A and then you, you start going down that, that road more and more and more until you realize, like, okay, like nothing is what it is. Nothing is what it is. And it's like, wow, when you come to that realization that, not, you know, your experiences aren't your experiences. Your, your experiences are your perception of your experiences, which means your perception, which isn't necessarily correct, is, you know, it's, it's, it's subjective. So to, to kind of dumb this down for someone two people could have the exact same experience but then they might tell the story differently you know well, afterwards well uh, I mean that that's I want to say something a little bit different I mean okay. we talk about storytelling it's like yeah man so as, as human beings we're we have this uh, proclivity uh, for, for storytelling like we, we tell stories through so many things yeah and, humans and love telling stories yes and and we tell these stories about ourselves and that that was one of the first things. like Darren Brown introduced this idea to me it's like we we tell stories about ourselves, right? About your history. You know, I can say, you know, Jimmy Jacobs, you know, scratched and crawled and, you know, his parents didn't support him. They wanted him to go to college and be a, a lawyer, a judge or whatever my dad was. And, uh, you know, he, he did it. He fought the world. It's like, yeah, maybe that's a story. It's also a story like, hey, man, you grew up really well. Your parents took care of you really well. And they, they weren't exactly supportive of your, of your career, but they were supportive in so many different ways. Like, no, you had a lot of help, too. And those are both true, which means they're both not true, which means the way you view yourself isn't true at all, actually. The way you view yourself, these stories you tell about yourself, it's made up, dude. It's all made up. 
the thing you are is, 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 is made up. The thing, I, the thing I think I am is made up. Everybody, it's all made up. And, and, and once I started to realize that, the, the pillars started to fall. I go, wait a minute, this is made up about me, and this is made up, and this is made up, and this is made up, and this is made up. And it's like, so what's underneath that? What's underneath all these, these stories we're telling ourselves, these, these ways we identify ourselves that are just things we like. But in the root of living life in America, you know, it is a truth that we need to have a place to live. We need food to eat, right? So uh, we if, probably if, need money to get those if, things. If you, no, not necessarily, right? Uh, if you want to survive, right, you, you, you need to eat, right? Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, I would say. Sure. But do you need money? No. I mean, do you have, do you have a family? I do. I do. You, you, does your family love you? Yes. Hell yeah, man. That's yeah. great. Me too. I, yeah. I'm sure my parents would be like, oh, you want to come live with us? Absolutely. You know, if, if my brother's got, you know, five daughters and a wife, if they were like, hey, mom, you know, mom and dad move in. Yes. Great. If you, you have friends that are probably like, oh yeah, Chris, come on in. Like we don't, nothing has to be the way it is, man. This individualistic way that our, that our culture is like, that's made up, dude. You know, for, for years and years and years and years and years for, you know, the evolution of our species, it was all, you know, communities, tribes, uh, things that were close knit, this individualistic way we live in the United States. Like this is, this is so new. This is like 50 years new, the way things are going on now. So no, nothing is what it is. We're going to take just a quick pause from our chat with Jimmy Jacobs to tell you about ShipStation.com. And when you're selling online, getting your orders out can be a real pain, which is why you need ShipStation.com. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. No matter whether you're shipping on Amazon, Etsy, or your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface. ShipStation helps you get your orders out quickly, saves you money on shipping costs, and keeps your customers happy. And right now, Blue Wire listeners can try ShipStation for free for 60 days when you use the promo code BLUE. And there's absolutely no risk here because you can start your free trial without even entering your credit card info. ShipStation works with all the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, even Amazon Fulfillment, so you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. I mean, you'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. Just visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in BLUE, B-L-U-E. That's ShipStation.com, and then the promo code is BLUE. ShipStation. Make ship happen. this all tie in to the career you have i mean we're backstage here at impact wrestling yeah you're a, a writer and producer here yes. how does this all tie into that uh it, it ties into it uh because now i have a freedom uh from this business to enjoy this business, right? For so long, I felt like this is something I have to do. This was my dream. You know, I owe it to my 13-year-old self to keep on going, and I've worked so hard for this. And, and, and the wrestling business had a hold on me. And all of a sudden, now, now it doesn't. Now it does. I do this because I enjoy it. I do it because hopefully it entertains people. Hopefully I can help the guys out backstage and help out with their, their careers. But the minute, the minute I don't enjoy coming to work, mm -hmm. I'm not going into work, man. Hmm. And I'll figure out what, what the next chapter of my life is. Like, it's fine. I can leave it all behind. I can just drop it and walk out the store. I don't care. So do you have dreams for yourself now? Well, that's the question, man. And I think that's, that's the biggest thing in my life. It's like, okay, what's next? Because yeah. you realize, okay, I can do whatever I want to do, man. This world is your playground. And, like, you know, you can go on whatever adventures you want. You can go whatever rides you want. You can, you can make it whatever you want. You go, okay, great. 
Now, what do you want? It's like, oh, I don't know. So really, right. the, the, the thing I'm doing, trying to do now is, uh, you know, being open to, to, to the universe, you'd call it, like the universe or, or God or life or whatever. It's kind of like, you know, what's life asking of me? You know, just keeping my ears open to, wait a minute, maybe this is the track to go down. You know, just be, being open to, you know, you use the words like calling, uh, you know, th that sort of thing. Oh, okay. It's fine. We're all right? Yeah. Okay. Um, you still are working uh, in in the ring too. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I love performing. Yeah, that's great, man. It's great to get out there. I get to play, dude. Somebody pays me to play. Just like you, are you getting paid for this? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. You, get, you get paid to play. Well, like, I mean, great. I hope so. if people are watching this, then, yeah, you know, great, man. Like, what a what a cool gig. That, that I mean, that's always been my thing. Is uh, my definition of success has always been if I can be excited for what I'm doing yeah. at the start of the day and proud at the end of the day that's you know, that great. I did it. I love that. I you, love you that. You can please, man. you can borrow that. that. that that's, that's a nice way to live. Because I think there's too many people that can't even enjoy Sunday because they know Monday's the next day and they got to go to a job that they hate. Dreading it, you know, yeah. and that, that's no way to live. And you don't have to live that way. Nobody does. Which is great. Well, and, and we now live in a world now where you know you're able to create opportunities for yourself. Absolutely, that didn't exist. You know, when you had to be a, a farmer or whatever. You know, you basically had to do what you did to put food on the table, provide for your family. Yeah, I mean, yeah, to, to an extent, you know, like I, I, I'm big on language. So you say like had to. It's like, does anybody have to? What like what does anybody have to do? And if somebody says I have to go to work, it's like, do you have to? Mm. No, you can choose not to. You can not get that money, and and there's consequences for that. But you don't have to, you know. Uh, and, and there's other ways to get money, and there's other ways to get what get your needs met. Like I said, you know, families, communities, all these sort of things, like th these alternative ways of living that, you know, you just you just brush off. Like no, 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 it needs to be like this. Nothing needs to be what it needs to be because nothing is what it is. You know. There is so much more to you than I think people would ever see if they watched a Jimmy Jacobs match. Match. And we're getting, yeah. we're scratching the surface a little bit here, yeah, yeah. but your podcast really dives into this. It, it does, man. Uh, yeah, it's called Jimmy Jacobs Doesn't Know. And man, this is what I just talk to people about this. Like, I'm like, hey, man, I've been on this planet for 35 years. How old are you? 36. 36. So it's yeah. like, hey, basically, it's like, hey, in your 36 years, like, what have you figured out? Yeah. What What do you, what, like, it, it's about, you know, the, the, the existential nature of things and the, the, like how to live too, like the functionality of like what's the best way to live. It's like what is life and how should how we sh how should we live it. Uh, so it's kind of both those things. Uh, and so so it's good. I talk to different people, some wrestlers, some non wrestlers. Kind of, but but basically like, hey man, like how how have you made it through life? Like what 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 do you think this is about? Oh you you know you uh, you're you're a comedian. Oh is that because uh, when you were a child you felt you needed to be funny to uh, you know get love from your parents? Is that you know and and, and, and you go you go down that rabbit hole of like you know how you became who you are, who you think you are, all that stuff. It's interesting hearing these existentialist takes from Tommy Dreamer, Sami yeah. Zayn, Zach Gowan. Yeah. I mean, everybody has a story to tell. Absolutely. But when you were talking, when you talk to a wrestler, not just about wrestling, it's very fascinating to see what happens. Yeah, you, you don't know. And uh, sometimes I feel like I'm fighting this uphill battle as far as like, you know, getting listeners or, or viewers because like, ah, you know, like I have, I have a wrestling audience. The people that are, are into Jimmy Jacobs are into wrestling. So it'd probably be a little more popular if I, you know, watch Raw every week and gave my in, inside knowledge of, of, of the booking and the writing and where, where it's going and why might they do this and why they would do that and, you know, or talk to wrestlers about wrestling, about, you know, like, 
you know, for, for whatever I do, the creative process is what I know in wrestling. So it's like, yeah, man, there's probably a lot of people that want to hear that. But instead, I'm going like, hey, you know, what's what's the nature of our existence? Do you think? Do you think the self is created or discovered? Which one? It could be one or the other. Which one is it? But it may end up evolving into something else. It, that, I mean, that, dude, that's why I did it. It was like, OK, I want to do something other than wrestling. I don't think this is the thing, but maybe this is the thing that leads me to the thing that leads me to the thing. That's well, what I think. anyone watching this right now or listening to it on my podcast, we're going to make the audio version available. They are now aware of your podcast. Great. Jimmy and Jacobs a, a, doesn't know. Awareness is, is the first <laughs> is the first thing in, in making any sort of change in your life. It's awareness. First, you've got to be aware of it, right? Well, you are you still watching Raw? No. At all? No, no, no. 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 The only wrestling I watch is Impact Wrestling. Uh, you know, and that's because, like... Part of it is, dude, I'm not obsessed with wrestling anymore. I've got a healthy relationship with it because, like, I, I lean into the things I like about it and I back off the things that I don't, you mm -hmm. know? So it's like, yeah, I don't want to watch wrestling every week. That, that doesn't bring uh, enjoyment into my life. So great. It's done. You know, so I feel no obligation to watch it. What do you do with that time? Uh, what do I do with my time? I no, mean, with, I, with that time that you would have spent, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, dude, I, I'm, reading, I'm reading a lot of books. Okay. That's a thing. I listen to, uh, you know, different podcasts, different interviews. Uh, I mean, the, the thing I'm doing on my podcast is basically what I do every day in my life. Okay. You know, that. Who, who's really inspiring you in terms of authors or podcasts? I mean, uh, you know, Russell Brand was, you know, his book Recovery really reshaped the, the, the frame in which I, I saw recovery in, which was, which was really, it was life-changing, nothing short of life-changing. Life um, and even, man, like, uh, man, I heard Russell Brand on, on Pete Holmes' podcast, and Pete Holmes has basically gone through the exact same thing I've gone through, so all his stuff, you know, you know Pete Holmes? He's a comedian. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Uh, but all his stuff is, like, super, like, like spiritual, like, I guess you would call it, because uh, he, he's basically gone through the exact same thing I've gone through now I read his book and I go great this is this is a person this this is the first time somebody's put to words the way that I feel put to words what I've gone through and what I've experienced I'm like yes it's this this like yes this same thing yes so yeah he's great so that's what you're doing instead of watching wrestling. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're happy to not be working at WWE. Uh, dude, I'm so grateful that I don't work for WWE. It's nothing against WWE. I'm, dude, I'm so grateful for the time I had there. Man, it was it was life changing. It changed my life and brought me in the path that I, that I'm on now, and has, has allowed me to you know to work here and, and and to be somebody that you know they they reached out to to come and and, and help them out. It's like great, you know. WWE is, was such an integral part of of the journey. That I that I'm on right now, so so it's great. But yeah, man, I don't I don't miss I don't miss that place, even even for a second. It's just crazy, you know, from the outside looking in that it was a photo that basically led to your demise there, which is, I just it seems so innocent. Well, I mean, when I did it, I knew I knew it might make some people upset, but at that point in my life, I didn't care. I wasn't trying to not get fired anymore because for so long I was there just trying to not get fired. Oh my God, oh my God, they might fire me. Oh my God, they might fire me. At that point, I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't care. You know what? From now on, they have Jimmy Jacobs, and, and what comes with that is whatever comes with Jimmy Jacobs, whatever comes with this, this character that I've mm. you know, created in life for myself yeah. and with all the whatever eccentricities or whatever people might say about it. Uh, it was a great, and that's it. And so... You know, I think Vince Vince had a problem with that in general because you know, I, you know, whatever. I wear a suit and tie, but my tie's pink. And it's like God, he dresses so gimmicky. You know, it's <laughs> like stuff like that. Like I can't please the crazy man. Uh, so I think when when uh, I, I don't know how I got fired exactly, but I'm guessing it got brought to, brought to his attention, and he just took it as this sign of okay, here's this guy. He's just trying to get himself over again. He's out. Mm. Uh, which they did for me what I could have never done for myself.
I would have stayed there another 10 years and been miserable and hated life, just like most of the other writers there. I don't want to speak huh. for them, but there's sure. a lot of unhappiness there. Uh, so th they did that for me, man. I was, I, I was blessed with that, that uh, being fired. Is this a happier work environment for you here? Uh, I mean, happy is a funny word. Uh, what, like, what, what is happiness? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what words what, what, what to is use yeah, right. you. I know. Well, well you, 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 you have to think about this. It's like, okay, what is happy? Like, happiness seems like an emotion. Like, what kind of emotion? Well, it's, you know, it's joyous, but it's, it's, it's fleeting, right? So happy. It's like, am I happy here all the time? No, you're not happy, but do I get fulfillment out of it? Yes. Is it a healthy work environment? Yes. Do I have nice communications with my bosses? Yes. Do they respect me? Yes. Does the talent respect me? Yes. Do I feel free to, to contribute in the way uh, that, that I'm able to contribute, uh, to, to be my best self, to, to, to let my, my talent shine through? Yes. Well, I only said happy because you said unhappy about the other situation. So right. I figured that would be the opposite here. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was not, it just wasn't a healthy uh, situation for me. I, I found, I don't want to speak for anybody again, but uh, generally speaking, uh, people in WWE do not seem, it does not seem to be a work environment like conducive uh, to people's like, you know, feeling good or enjoying themselves uh, it breeds a lot of insecurity a lot of you know discontentment uh, a lot you yeah. probably just had a lot of free time after you got let go hey not really man really like, well I mean especially when I first got fired they, I, there was this like like hot 15 minutes where I was like really in demand which was like really fun it was like it was so much fun I mean I got fired and like a month later I'm like god this is awesome I didn't, <laughs> you know getting fired for you know running an angle with uh, with the young bucks was a great idea right um, and, and, and so yeah man but I, I keep pretty busy and I keep pretty busy at impact man you know um you know, I just came off of, we had like three days of creative in, in Canada and flew right here for, for three days and yeah. I'll go home and I'll start working on the scripts for the shows when we go to Mexico in a couple weeks. And so, wow. uh, yeah, man, I, I stay busy enough, but like I, I still have time to do what it is that I do. I think there still are a lot of fans though that go, there's a full on script for the shows I'm watching. Like, I think people are really surprised by that. Yeah. 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 Guys, uh, Wrestling's fake. And then, people like, know that, but they, they just figure, like, I think a lot of people yeah. from the outside looking in think it's like, okay, you're going to beat him, and this is the finish. Yeah, no, see, a lot of thought is put into, you know, the, the stories and, and you know, uh, what, what, what the angles are and, and putting it all together. It's a lot of pieces you got to move around and put into play. It's kind of like a Rubik's Cube. You, you put it together, you move one thing, and everything else moves around. You're trying to write a lot of weeks of TV, so you're trying to, you know, create continuity between this and this and this. And what's this guy doing? You got to make this guy strong. Got to keep this guy hot. Got to, you know, all, the, all this sort of stuff. And you, you yeah, just yeah, try yeah. to do it the best you can. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it's fun. But it's challenging. Well, the first interview I did with Jericho, or the most recent interview I did with Chris Jericho, he gave you a lot of credit yeah, man. for uh, the list. Yeah, man. Yeah, I came up with that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is there anything else that, uh, you'd be, that you were super proud of in I, WWE? I mean, the, the stuff with Kevin and uh, Owens and Chris Jericho was best like... Best friend stuff? Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was the... Like the the crowning stuff of my of my time there, doing all that with them, you know, coming up with Alyssa Jericho, uh, whatever involvement I had in writing the uh, the festival of friendship, uh, you know, that, <laughs> yeah. that that day was like yes, like the culmination of, of this of this thing we did, and like yeah, man, like that's cool, dude. Like a, a lot of it's cool. A, a lot of WWE is really fun, except there's like one like black cloud that hangs over the entire place, and that's that's the crazy man, and yeah. it just <laughs> it, it, it's it just creates an, this environment where people aren't trying to do what's best. They're not trying to, you know, come up with the best segment or have the best match, or do the most creative thing or the thing that's best for the fans. It's just like, what's the crazy man not going to yell at me about? And that's it, man. That, that ain't no way to run that place. So he can bring in Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff and, you know, whoever he wants. Bill Watts and who, who, whatever bookers from the past. He can, he can move all these pieces around, dude. Yeah. But as long as this piece is on the board, the game is going to get played the same, man.
I feel like Raw has changed a little bit over the last few weeks. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know if that's Heyman's influence or not. So, I mean, Vince is. I'll say this, man. His feet up, our feet are starting to get up against the fire. You okay. know, AW a little bit, but more like ratings are going down. Mm-hmm. And they're about to go on Fox. And if the way things keep, you know, trending the way they're trending, they're going to get murdered on Fox. And that was a big, big money deal. Uh, so I could see, I could see him doing some things that he wouldn't normally do otherwise because there's some pressure on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, and this isn't to say all of Vince is bad, because man, if if you if you blame the guy for everything that's bad, you got to give him credit for everything that's good. For sure. You know, he built this empire. Yeah. You know, there's and there's so many things. Anytime you see something good on TV, you got to go like Vince. Vince let that happen. Yeah. You know, maybe he wasn't the one that said, "Hey, make it happen," but he at least allowed it to happen. So you you, you have to you have to give him his due uh, in that. Well, and I think that there's a lot of recency bias here. It's it's tough, to, or it's easy to see the bad things that are going on now, and easy to forget the bad things that happened 20 years oh, ago. Oh yeah. People look at the Attitude Era and go, "It was the best." Well, Naked Midian was also running right. around back then. Yeah, a lot, a lot of bad stuff. And you know, Mae Young gave birth to a hand, and you know, yeah. a lot, a lot of other stuff. But you know, it's it's easy to go, "Yeah, but Stone Cold and The Rock and Undertaker and Triple H and all that stuff yep. was really good." Yep. And it was really good. It was. But there was also some stuff that wasn't very yeah. good. Yep. But hot time in the business and you know it took it took balls to make that happen and uh you know vince has tried to make the product so i don't know if they're sterile uh you know to, to get you know sponsorships and sure. all, all that sort of stuff and, and it worked really hard and it got to commend him for that but also uh also he's just got his grip on things man he likes to micromanage things and look it's his show he gets to do that you know i'm not saying it's like Oh, this is wrong. This is an injustice. Like, no, man. You know, once you have a billion dollars, you can you can do your show ho- however you want. Right. And that's why my 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 mantra in life is not my show, dude. If it was yeah. my show, this is how we do it. But you know what? Yeah. It's not my show. So so we'll you know all I can do is give my suggestions. All I can do is do the best I can do. But everything else, man, outside of this bubble, it's out of my control, man. That ain't my show out there. If we circle back to what you were saying earlier, talking about how you're kind of circling towards a truth yeah. now. What is that truth? What is the truth? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's something like... Um, it's, it's something like... Uh, none of us are who we think we are. What we are is the, the awareness inside of us. The thing that are, they're seeing out of our eyes. Um, the rest of it is just kind of a character we've created or... Um, or preferences that the bodies we live in uh, have. You know, we're kind of all basically all in these spacesuits, more or less, the same thing. But we're the same thing. Like you and I are the, are the same thing. We're, we're consciousness. We're awareness. You know, just like Willie Mack over there and and, and Johnny Yuma over there. We're like over there, we're, yeah. we're the we're the same thing. And so you look like okay, it, it, it's it, it's not different. It's all the same. And and th- there's there's more to it. There's something else. There's another thing. It's like th- there's. There's something with a, a shared consciousness or something, this, this great mystery that one would call God or the universe or life or truth or love uh, that, that sort of encompasses everything. Um, but but I, I can say for certain what, what I know. There's, there's one thing I know right okay. now. There's one Because th- there's one thing to know. Because everything else is, like I said, it's just, it's just your, your perception of things. So the only thing I know is I have perception. That's it. Mm. I am. I have awareness. I have consciousness. That's all I can say for certain, um, which is good. It's like it's good to have like one thing. I go, okay, this is this is this is for certain. Everything yeah. else, who knows? Yeah. But for certain, like I am. 
I have the consciousness. I have this thing, the same thing that you have, you know, I think so far as you exist, so far as I can tell you exist, right? I guess uh, so. so, so that's cool. It's, it's a good, it's a good, I mean, I want to say starting place, new starting place, you know, to, to wipe out every, and I didn't expect to get there, man. And that's the weird thing about this, right? Um, I, you know, we have these identities for ourselves and I didn't expect to lose mine. I didn't expect to go into a journey and go, wait a minute, I'm, I'm not this yeah, 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 and yeah. I'm not this and this is made up. And if I'm not this, I'm not this. And this belief I had, well, it's just, it's just a belief, which means it's not even true. Right. And this is gone. And this is all these things that I thought I was. And I realized like, no, I'm just, you know, playing a character. You know, these are just things I, you know, happen to identify myself right. as that, that aren't, that aren't real things that they're just, they're, they're stories. Yeah. And all, the, yeah, yeah. And all these stories are, are, are subjective and I go, what, then what the hell, what the hell is underneath it all? They go, yeah. Oh, consciousness. That's what's underneath it all. On a very surface level. I do that with a lot of people that are like, Oh, I, oh, I could never hit the dance floor. I'm like, well, of course you could. Yes. You're, you're choosing not yes. to. And that's, everything. I could never have a YouTube channel like yours. Yes, you could. Because I'm doing it, and you could do it. Yeah, man. And I think way too many people have limiting beliefs. Absolutely, of, of course. Well, any belief is limiting because any belief. You know, there's like, a, you know, I, I was thinking about the, the term false belief the other day, and I go, a false belief that's a bit redundant because because any it's any belief. Be, any belief yeah. any belief is malleable. You can believe anything you want. So these these ways we define ourselves that hold us into these boxes. You know, for a long time, you know, I'm an emotional guy, right? That was me. I'm an emo I'm just I'm just an emotional guy. I'm just an emotional guy. So that gave justification for acting however I wanted. Like, oh yeah, my emotions. I just go where the wind takes me, however I want. And again, I go, wait a minute. No, no, no. That's just a habit. Yep. that I've gotten into, that I haven't learned to manage my emotions, and now I'm working on that, and now I'm better at that, and all of a sudden, oh, I'm not an emotional guy. Oh, how about <laughs> that? So this thing that I thought I was, I wasn't. Yeah. So, so we all think, well, oh, I'm just impatient. Like, no, you're not. You're not, you're not impatient. You're choosing to be impatient, yes. and you work on patience. And all of a sudden, okay, now I'm yes. a patient guy. So, so if you could be an impatient guy or a patient guy, and anywhere in between, it's like, okay, so that's, that's not you, because that's, you know, it's like, what you, what's you at your core? Well, if that can change, if that can change, that's not you, is it? That's, you know, you, you can take that off. That's not you. That's not you. I like this you. noise. Yeah. You well, should make a shirt that, that makes that noise. That's what happened, man. Like, it, it, happened, it happened with me uh, when the, uh, this girl, I was talking to this girl, and she goes, ah, oh, Chris, you're so wise. And I go, yes. Yes, I am. And I'm just all of a sudden I'm transported back to being like three, four, five, six years old. And I have one older brother who was kind of wild. So he got attention. But me, I got attention when I was smart. And when you're young, you equate attention with love. And here I am 30 years later, still doing the same thing. Jimmy Jacobs is a genius. Yes, yes, I'm a genius. Still doing the same thing, you know, playing this character of somebody who's smart because it was a survival tactic I had as a child. So it's like, mm. wait a minute, I'm not a smart guy. I'm playing a character of somebody who's smart. I've used it as a, as a coping mechanism. So it's like, I, I'm not my coping mechanisms. I know that. So that's not me. And I go, wait a minute. If I'm not, if I'm not my intelligence, I'm not my creativity, which means I'm not my career, which means, oh my gosh. What is, and I'm, I thought I was an emotional guy, but I'm not emotional. So, and you just keep, you keep going down. And it's like, what the fuck? What's, what's here? Yeah. What's underneath here? And to, to find that, you know, what it is, like, oh, that's cool. Look, I want to be respectful of your time because I know you were getting called away here. That's fine. Um, Everybody live until uh, they don't. Will they? Until I, they don't, man. Right? That's all of us. I'm very interested to see what everyone takes out of this. Yeah. Because I've taken a lot out of this. I, I hope that, you know, this has been good for you too. Yeah, man. I just, I, I enjoy jamming about this sort of this stuff. This is great. Yeah, this is where I'm at now. Uh, well, 
your podcast. We'll mention it again. Jimmy yeah, Jacobs doesn't know. Yeah, dude. Available wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening to this in audio version. If you're watching this on YouTube, we'll drop a link below here so you can check that out. Um, I appreciate this. Hey, man. Thanks it's, so much, I, I, dude. Do, I didn't know what to expect. Here it is. You don't. You never know what to expect out of life. And that's the beauty of it, dude. Here it is. It's just, it's just it's this crazy, wild ride, and we get to be on it, dude. And that's awesome. That's what I love. This was awesome. All right. Thank you, Thank you, bud. Did you need something? That is awesome. There you go. There's a lot to unpack from that interview with Jimmy Jacobs, both about the wrestling world and just about life in general. Uh, congrats to him for being clean. Uh, it was really inspiring to hear his story about rehab and uh, that he's clean now. So, And thank you to Jimmy for making the time to do this interview. It was very last minute, and we put it together, and it was a great chat. Thank you to you for listening. Thank you for the reviews you've been leaving on Apple Podcasts. And you know, while we're talking about podcasts, you can give Jimmy's a listen. Uh, one more time, it's called Jimmy Jacobs Doesn't Know. Thanks to ShipStation.com, you can use the code BLUE, B-L-U-E, to get 60 days for free. Use the code CHRIS15 at GreenRoadsWorld.com for 15% off your CBD products. Also, thank you to Samson Technologies for making us sound as good as we do. So this is the second of four interviews I did last weekend in Los Angeles at the Impact Wrestling Show. Uh, I just uploaded my chat with Impact World Champion Brian Cage. Uh, and then there's this one, so that's two. And then you can keep an eye out for my interviews with Melissa Santos and Ethan Page. Both great chats should be out in the next, uh, probably in the next week or so. And if you're enjoying this, aside from just leaving the reviews, which are awesome, uh, Take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, tag me on Twitter. Let me know that uh, you're listening. Let me know what you think of the show. And I'm going to leave you with this quote from Brian Tracy, which I think is very applicable after this conversation with Jimmy Jacobs. It goes like this. There are no limits on what you can achieve in your life, except the limits you accept in your own mind. Mm-hmm. There you go. Have a good one.